I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian and I'm ignorant, and that's why we're here, to hear my stupid questions, your stupid questions, all of the questions, and get them answered. And have fun, laugh, check out from whatever the fuck is going on out there, dear God. <sighs> if you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, review review it and rate it rate and review it i tried to make it one word it didn't work on itunes it helps me feel good but more importantly it helps more people find the podcast which helps them get answers to their questions thank you so 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 much to new subscribers and new reviewers uh shout out to my new patron on patreon steve johnson and uh to my best idiots forever on patreon gene and kathy if you're not familiar with my Patreon, uh, I want to let you know it exists. Not only that, but from now on, every piece of content over an hour is only an hour for free. And then you got to head over to Patreon. And for just a dollar a month, you can hear the rest of the interview. This one happens to go an hour and 40 minutes. So there's 40 minutes of hot Robin Tran content that you can get your hands on by subscribing and the reason I'm doing that is because uh, I make a lot of content for free and I love giving it to you guys. But uh, now that the world is shifting and I have no shows in the foreseeable future, spoiler alert to everyone who wanted to come to my Anchorage, Alaska show, the, pu- the plug has been pulled. Um, I got to figure out ways to make income. And so I love having you guys. I would love to have a dollar from you every month to give you the rest of the episodes. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that some of my episodes don't go an hour. So I, I'm not going to shorten episodes under that. This is just extra content. And I won't have an intro or outro on those. So all of those episodes, you can fucking get in there and listen to them without me droning on at the beginning and telling you about my feelings. Because it's like, yeah, we get it. You're nuts, lady. Get to the interview. That's why we're here. Um, so if you're interested in that, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Uh, I may eventually go back through all of the old episodes and cut those down to an hour and put them in there. But for now, it's just moving forward. And also, I'm reading bedtime story versions of Harry Potter to all of the patrons because I'm crazy. And also, we are discussing it on my other podcast. So this is just a little extra something for you. Or you can share it with your kids if you got kids. Uh, So look at that. More stuff. And we're doing weekly hangouts fucking stuff in the mail as long as the mail stays afloat (laughs) and uh and more so head on over there for that to support me uh or buy your neuro gum to support me getneuro.com that's g-e-t-n-e-u-r-o.com use the code jms and you can get my favorite thing which is neuro gum uh they sponsored the podcast because they heard how much i loved it uh so it's a very organic partnership but uh it's gum with caffeine and a little bit of B vitamins and L-theanine so it gives you energy but also focus helps you get things done I should be chewing on it now because I would have gotten this fucking thing 
a little less chaotic sounding. Anyway, look, enough about me. Check out the Patreon if you're interested in that. I think you're going to be by the time the in- this episode comes to a close because you're going to realize you want more. Uh, and, you know, get some Neurogum if you're trying to get that creative project done. And you're like, I always said I'd do stuff if I had time and now I have time and I'm not. I'm telling you, Neurogum is saving my ass. Or at least keeping me from beating myself up mentally. Enough about me. Robin Tran. Robin Tran is hilarious. Transgendered female comedian in Los Angeles. I've known her for years as sort of like a friendly acquaintance in the scene. I knew her before she transitioned and I've uh, known her since she came out and I feel like we've somehow gotten closer from communicating on the internet as I think is the case for a lot of people in quarantine. Anyways, she's very funny, very real. Uh, We talk about a lot of stuff. It's not just transgendered questions. We go into mental health and you just fucking get to see this whole awesome cool person you see so many sides to an individual which i is one of my favorite things about doing these these podcasts and um and fucking she's fucking hilarious so enjoy this interview and then go follow robin tram hey idiots welcome to ignorance is blessed i am here with my well not here i'm on skype as usual lately with my hilarious friend robin tran how are you robin i'm doing great how are you you know i'm doing all right we're getting through it um we were both just talking about how we're uh i'm not gonna say we're thriving but <laughs> no i will say i'm thriving you're like uh, I've, i'm living my best <laughs> life uh the world is on fire and i've never been better mentally and that's very true and i'm try i try not to tell people too much because i think it's really rude you know because <laughs> like, i have to so i have to like act like okay what is bad so i'll like think about some bad things to like let people know that i'm still with them i'm not i'm not a sociopath um <laughs> but, I, but i will say that a year ago when i was really mentally fucked up is uh, i went to therapy and uh, the, my therapist asked me, like, what, so what do you want out of life? And I said, well, I wish that there was a way that everyone had to stay home because I'm lonely and I can just chat with my friends all day and no one had to work. So I feel like <laughs> this is my fault. I've manifested it. And I, I like to apologize to the world. You fucking um, witch. I know. Right? <laughs> Trans people are magic. Did you know that? I mean, I had my suspicions. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, how did they do it? How? <laughs> who is this? How did they have they made all these like changes? How are you? I, I just say getting uh, angry at trans women who are hotter than I'll ever be. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you. Well, uh, I'm, I'm angry. At, hey, look, I'm angry at them, too. Like, I'm so lazy. I'm not wearing any makeup right now. I don't think I've worn makeup for like a long time. Like, I always make fun of trans women is like you're at Vons. Why are you dressed like you're like going to a debutante ball? Like, this, <laughs> like you're dressed the fucking nice. Like, can you like be a little lazy like I am? I haven't even changed my email yet, Jessica. Like, it's still Is like it Robert. still Robert. Trans- yeah, it's still Robert Trans Zero Four. Um, <laughs> like, I just don't like. I thought that like being who you are meant like I'm still like a lazy person. Like, why do I have to work hard <laughs> all of a sudden that I'm trans? I gotta yeah. Do- now can I just like not? Look, I'll just go back to being a dude. Is that okay? Like, <laughs> you're like, uh, well, no, that's so. It's so funny you say that because. I sometimes feel the same. Well, when I'm thinking about gender, when it comes up in conversation, like this idea of a woman being always dressed up, always put together is like, what is it? 1950. (laughs) And so thinking of like 
trans women who do like do that. It's like, what are you? You oh, have man. to. Yeah. And it's just, you know, like, obviously, maybe that's just who that person always was. But I do have these moments of like, are, are you like doing a character? How are you so <laughs> energized? Yeah, you know, so, yeah, I have this joke in my, I mean, I won't do the whole joke, but it's basically about going through all the phases of womanhood, like at a faster rate, you know? So yeah. like, I went through like the baby phase of of being a woman, you know, when I came out and then like a year later, I do the thirst trap phase. I did that for a year. And then it was like, now, like I'm on the third year. I'm like, Oh, makeup is oppressive. Like, Oh God. <laughs> patriarchy. Like, and uh, the joke I do is I say, um, that's how I knew, that's how I knew I was a real woman. You don't know you're a real woman until you don't want to be a fucking woman anymore. So, um, that's oh where, that's God. where I am. That's oh where I am God. in my transition. Um, by the way, I am free. <laughs> a lot of trans people. I do not think, appreciate my view on transness so <laughs> i'm glad that you're gonna have a disclaimer i'm probably like the most problematic trans person like that i know so i mean somebody has to do it let's be yes. real yeah that's well i think it's oh it's interesting because it's like you were saying like why would i change all these aspects of who i was <laughs> right the whole time it's like yeah no i'm I'm a woman. I'm not like suddenly like organized <laughs> fucking yeah. super mom. I transitioned. I didn't get addicted to Adderall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's so much stuff to do. Well, does uh, that? I mean, I don't know because they say that obviously a big part of uh, like being trans, from what I've heard, I obviously like, don't. I can't. You know, I can only like sympathize, but or whatever. Trying to put myself in those shoes. Uh, is like the gender dysphoria does because I know a lot of people just with the way things are going with zooming and like having a FaceTime and like see themselves and people don't have their normal fucking beauty routines, which to me right. is hilarious because it's like, oh, these people that are freaking out that have been like doing their eyebrows regularly <laughs> and like nails every two weeks. It's like, oh, bitch, I've been in, I've looked like I was in a quarantine for the last 20 years. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, does that fuck with your head? Um, okay, well, okay, so first of all, just before I get to that, I actually am getting kind of annoyed with the like, um, you know, hey, you know, Miko, how, how are people hair is gonna look you know like after this is over and like oh my god are people gonna gain weight or are people gonna like do like you know they're all worried about this stuff it's like this is the perfect opportunity for us to start over and like we could have this could have been great for us all to stop caring about all that shit yes because, like, like as a unit okay like and then it's like okay now we can't start over now because people are starting to care about how they look again um i mean yes. the gender dysphoria comes out every now and then but not really anymore um I've kind of uh, gotten over a lot of things that upset me in the past and stuff, you know, like uh, the other day, somebody did mention something that like it unexpectedly made me cry, which doesn't really happen anymore where I posted some well, videos. Well, then you're not really a woman. If you're yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cry anymore because uh, I decided that it's for pussies and um, I, uh, <laughs> but she, she, she made she made some reference about how I needed to shave. It was just like a video I put up without makeup. And I just started crying. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I guess it still comes up uh, every now and then. But I would say it's like the dysphoria, dysmorphia, all that stuff. Even, like, being misgendered. I don't care about, like, 90 95% of it anymore. Like, it used, yeah. to take, it used to take up my whole life. Like, I used to be, like, you know, being hyper aware of every time someone said, like, um, someone goes, like, hey, dude. And then I'll be like, oh, I bet you've 
I was a cis woman, you wouldn't say dude. But like just like living <laughs> that way, it was like the most exhausting. It was it fucking sucked. Like I oh, hate, yeah. I, it was the worst. And I'm not saying people are not valid in thinking that. I think people are right when they say like there are microaggressions, but like over time I've realized that being right is like not it's like a small part of life. Like I'd rather have fun and be happy than be right. So yeah. I just like made that decision a while ago. By the way, do you go by Jessica or JMS now? Um, listen, in my mind, I was like at the beginning of this year. Speaking of transitions, yeah. this is so like, know, um, like what, are, what are your what are your preferred names? I go. Uh, it's either is fine. <laughs> I was gonna try to like just really push like JMS, but I was like, I don't fucking. I love JMS. By the way, I like I like that a lot. I've been calling I like it. And so, well, some people have been calling me that forever. So I was like, why don't I just try to make it? It's like shorter. So then I don't get the people going like, oh, that's such a long name. Yeah, right. All three. But then I don't know. I I kind of, I don't know. I was going to try to just be really insistent upon it for a while to like switch. But I'm like, I don't, I just don't have the energy. So I'm like, I'll respond yeah. to either. I used to be very, um, particular about people using both of my first names jessica michelle i'd be like my name's uh -huh. jessica michelle <laughs> it's yeah. like I, it doesn't fucking matter it's like a label yeah in my opinion I'm right. just like say whatever I yeah i i think i don't know i i don't know if i can speak for you or anyone else but i remember when i used to be really insistent about what i wanted people to call me like really like um angry about it and stuff it was like uh i was i was like not thinking about my own depression, you know, cause I got bipolar, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. like, it was like a way to have some kind of control over my life. Like if it was like, if, if they called me this thing, then it would validate that I am that thing. And also it would validate that they have respect for me. Like I demand that you call this, you know? And so like, yeah. I think, I think like um, systemically I was right. But I think like on an interpersonal, like relationships, talking to people like one-on-one, -on -one, it was like, just like unsustainable to live that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just like at a certain point, I think and and maybe fucking I've been doing not in the quarantine, but uh, I don't know. I think like maybe be, doing mushrooms has helped with some of that, <laughs> like that. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. Me being so specific about my name does feel like maybe it's just an ego thing. Like, I just don't. Yeah. If you're not being rude, you're not calling me a right. cunt. Like, yeah. Fucking. Which I'd also call you behind your back. Well, I mean, I prefer it to be said to my face so I can come, for God's sake. Um, can I tell you my shrooms thing, by the way? Yes, please do. Okay, so like I was on um I was on some really bad medication for like two years. Um uh, like like really bad medications. Like it numbed me, I couldn't laugh anymore, I couldn't cry even. Oh no. Like I was yeah, so like it was like the two worst years of my whole life, and then I was on mushrooms once, and it was like the hardest half hour of my life. Like everything hurt. Like it was like this kind of like, if there was a button I can push, I would have just pushed it so I could disappear. Like, it was the most painful oh, no. thing I ever. And then so I, it, during that whole thing, I'm like, why am I hurting so much? And I had to admit to myself, you, dude, you're on the wrong medication, you know. And so like when I was not on the medication. I was like super, like I was really suicidal. So the medication kind of like made that a lot less, but it also yeah. took away 
everything else that made me happy. So just like admitting that to myself on shrooms, I was like, I think I got to get off these medications. Like I got to like, I got to start over. I got to start feeling things again. Like I hate not feeling anything. I'm watching comedy and I'm not laughing, even though my brain is going, this is funny and I can't laugh at it. Like I'm, I'm doing podcasts. I'm doing like, I'm like, um, you know, I did historical roast for Netflix and I didn't even yes. like, for like six weeks. I, I barely talked because I thought everything I say has to be perfect because the medication just blocked my ability to just like tr- trust myself to be creative and say the right things. Um, so like, what, so on that shroom strip, I decided and this is like, by the way, do not do this if you're listening. I got off. <laughs> of, I got off three out of four of my medications. I quit cold turkey. Oh um, no! And they're like SSRIs and stuff. Yeah, it's so like from the three weeks in September, like it was torture. Like it was fucking torture. And then I got on Kate's health insurance, and I got on the right medication for the first time. I tried fourteen different ones before I got on the right one, and it changed, it changed my life. Like, um, like in October, um, it was like when I my life started for the first time. Like I thought about killing cool. myself. 25, 25 years of suicidal ideations. And then um, all of a sudden it stopped. It just stopped. <gasps> it, it vanished, you know? And so I was like, oh, my wow. God, I, I want to do things again. I'm laughing again, um, which is why a lot of the trans stuff I'm saying right now, I've changed a lot of my uh, perspectives on it now that I have, like, a healthier mindset, you know? Like, for me, it's like a, uh, I don't give a fuck what you call me. I'm a woman. If, if you call me a dude, like, I don't have to be your friend. I'm not going to – why would I try to stop you from what you want to do? Um, yeah. Just, Why am I going to exert my energy? I just, I just won't fucking talk to you anymore if you don't accept me as a woman because I don't give a fuck. I am one whether you call me one or not. So it's like I, you know, my confidence came back. My, you know, my energy came back. And um, like if you know, you and I have uh, talked a few times in real life, but I feel like you haven't like actually met me yet. That's how different I am from. Yeah. Um, my energy. I just like. like well, no, it, it's so funny because. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, you go. Well, I'm just going to say, because, like, I, I've always thought you're really funny. And, yeah, like you said, we've we've met a few times. We haven't hung out a bunch. And then, like, I I follow you on Twitter. And it was, it was like, noticeable on your Twitter. Yeah, right. It was, it was like, that came to life. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Where is this fucking funny bitch been hiding? Like, yeah, what? It was crazy. I, like, it was, you know what, you know what's really fucked up is that no one knew anything was really wrong. Because, like, like I was still good at my job. Which is like doing like going on stage it for like 15 minutes or so like it would it would it was like a reflex it was an instinct you know like when you just kind of yeah I wasn't writing new material and I wasn't having fun while I was on there but I knew how to emulate someone who was good at stand up and so I, yeah, I started to get the job done. Yeah, so I, I was still doing things like, you know, going on. I did, you know, Comedy Central, Netflix, and, like, I did Clusterfest in front of, like, 9,000 people. But I don't feel like it happened to me. Like, I still feel like I didn't do those things. I was on a show recently, wow. and, um, like, everyone had credits, you know? And I was thinking, like, man, I, I wish I get credits one day. And it took me an hour to be like, wait, you have credits. Like, <laughs> it happened to me. So, like, I, I wish I can go back and just redo all that stuff, you know? Um yeah. Anyway, I mean, kinda, there will definitely be more opportunities. Yeah. You're um, so funny. I'm kind of rambling right now. I'm um, sorry about that. But um, no, it's OK. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, first of all, congrats on finding the right meds, because I know that's Thank not you. easy. Yeah. And then I definitely understand, like, the need for those meds that, like, totally numb you. Like, they numb all the feelings as, like, a temporary. But I think 
sometimes I think doctors fuck up keeping people on those where they like, yeah. where it's like, maybe you need to just shut it off for a minute because the, like the dangerous stuff thoughts are like too overwhelming. Yeah. But yeah. When people stay on some of those completely numbing SSRIs, it's a bummer that they're not feeling yeah. like anything. Right. So um, like, yeah. So like there was a battle I did with Joey Rell, um, which she got like two standing ovations it was the only standing ovation. Not from I ever him. Done. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Hi, Joe. <laughs> no, I think they said the same thing to Joe. Um, but they were standing up, and I swear to God, Jessica, I thought to myself, like, I should really feel happy right now. Like, I, wow. if you watch, people love the battle, um, and I think it's like objectively like the best one I've done, like as a clip I can share with people, but I don't have good memories of experiencing it. Cause I was thinking like, why is this like, is, am I crazy that I'm not happier? Like you can see how calm I am throughout the whole battle. I'm not really like engaging. I'm not really joking back. I'm just doing my jokes calmly. Um, yeah. Fuck. So it, that, it was just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's when I, that's when I always know like things are really rough and stuff is going good. And I'm still like, eh, yeah, uh, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> like, um, in your mushroom trip, yeah. When you this is just a silly shroomy thing, but <laughs> when you had the thought, dude, you're on the wrong medication, were you then also like, hey, don't call me a dude? dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> <laughs> you just you, get in a fight you with yourself. Know, you know, you know, you know. It's funny is um, uh, I'm so I've done a lot of. Like, I've been a lot of people in my life, you know, I've been like, I kind of like try to try on different personalities, you know, like for a while I had a, I used to wear a fedora, like I was one of those people. You that know, like is people a person. That's so funny yeah. that that is such a. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm like, I was an SJW for a while. I was an edgelord for a long time, you know, um, <laughs> I was an edgelord for a really long fucking time. Like Opie and Anthony, you know, Patrice O'Neill, Louis CK, all those people. I followed them obsessively. Um, and then I became like an SJW. Um, so I like, I, I, so I like learned not to laugh at anything for a while. And that was too extreme also. So I think I'm at more of like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a, like a woke SJW kind of like a woke yeah. SJW. Lord, like a woke edgelord so like i have a i have a trans friend named kim uh kimberly kimberly bertrand and yeah. we tell the just the most problematic jokes about <laughs> back and forth. like i'll i'll come on her wall i'm like hey that was good bro and she'll be like yeah thanks dude like we just we just think it's funny you know can to you say something start, wrong what sort of podcast called edge jw <laughs> <laughs> she she um she um she made fun of um adam carolla's podcast and then so i wrote hey can you and i do a podcast called the man show <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just making jokes that i'm not supposed to be making but like i'm kidding you know i'm not saying i'm not really a woman um yeah but, yeah, but it's like, because, like yeah i just like to make fun of everything you know like just like let's not take like I'm not saying it some in some kind of like a right wing like fuck SJWs fuck oversensitivity, but it's like hey, don't take away my coping mechanism, man. Like, um, yes, right. Like if you like, I'm just telling anyone who's listening right now. Like I couldn't laugh for two years. Like once you lose the ability to laugh and you get it back, you will do anything to, to hold on to it. Which means I've gotten a lot more lenient on jokes and stuff. You know, if you're joking around, I think you can say pretty much anything, especially uh, with your friends. It was funny. I was like in the car one day with like um, Tom Goss and uh, and another and, and Keith, and uh, we were telling That's fucked up jokes with each other. And Tom goes, "Hey, Rob, Robin, I'm glad you can uh, make jokes like this again because uh, for a while there, it kind of seemed like a narc." And so I thought, like, <laughs> was <a> narc? <laughs> 
and I realized like, man, I was a bad friend, you know, like. Fuck. Well, it's hard. And then when it's like, I can't imagine with such a transition, you're going through yeah so much. And then like on top of that, like chemically, you're changing if you're taking like hormone replacement or. Right. Um, but then it's also just like such the culture of some of the Internet where yeah. I think everyone has this thing where they want to find their kind of tribe or their group we all, all have that like instinct to find where we fit in yeah. it's easy to be like well these people accept me and then sort of slowly slowly or rapidly become more of like similar to whatever group you're kind of affiliating with so so that's that's i'm glad you brought that up because like um when i first came out um it was like it was february 3rd 2015 i remember like you know i first came out i didn't know i don't know what to do you know you kind of you, you're out and you don't know what that means, so you feel lost, so you kind of go, you gravitate towards, like, someone else who's trans. Like, can you, hey, can you help me out here? And I, I think I needed that, like, kind of like a, a guide map to, like, kind of yeah. navigate this. But then um, I didn't, I mean, I, I realized this at the time, but I couldn't really process it, where I felt like I wasn't, like, a, a box that society put me in for, like, most of my life. And then once I got out of that box, like, within two days, I was like, hey, here's another box to be in. This is how you yes! be trans. So like this is how you um, act. This is how you dress. This is how you think. Which that part was like, wait, what? This is how you think. I don't like that part. Well, and I then to like, change my viewpoints. Got to change I... my points. And then like I remember thinking like I'd watch like YouTube videos of like it's mostly white trans women, by the way. Like white trans women, of course. Like, you know, you know, like, they're still white, you know. So like, so like I'd watch, <laughs> the I'd worst. Watch, like, yeah, I I watch like YouTube videos of these white trans women saying like, "Here's what's transphobic and here's what's not." And I I was thinking like, I I don't even agree with this video. I, why wasn't I consulted? And now I can't say anything because, you know, when I was like really hardcore SJW, I knew all the the terms that they would use if you, um, like you said something wrong, right? You're a turf. You're this and that. You're transphobic. You're this and that. Um, oh and gosh. I remember just being. I have. I had so much resentment, you know. And I. I couldn't put it into words because, like, I didn't want to be a right winger. I'm not a fucking right winger. I don't want to be like a. Well, yeah. You know, you know, but. Um. But I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off a lot. Um, oh no! Keep keep going. I. So like. I, I thought about it really recently, actually. Like, how do I put this into words? And it was like, you know, there's like for the Constitution, there's like people who are like, like loose constructionism and. And there's um, strict constructionism, which is like some people like read the Constitution and they look at it like literally, like the text yeah. only, right? And um, but there's also the loose uh, Constitution, which is like you look at it like, okay, the spirit of it, like right? what do you mean by that, right? And I think that's kind of how I am with SJW society. Like I, I, I am very progressive and everything, but I do put it, I, I, I leave a lot of wiggle room for like interpretation, yeah, and standings and stuff. And I think there's way too much like. Just like a strict, like you gotta say this, you gotta say that, and then if you don't do that, then you're this and that. And I don't, I, I, I think it's damaging, not from a right wing perspective, but from like a left wing one. You know, like I don't. Oh know if yeah, that well, because it, it makes total sense because it's like, it just, I mean, just in general, you hear the word liberal, and then to go, I'm liberal. Here are all the rules for being right. liberal. Right. Is like a funny sentence. Like yeah. <laughs> We accept you as long as you're exactly like this and don't even stray a little or we will burn you alive. Yeah. And it's like, oh, great. No, it's progressive. That's nice. Yeah. And by the way, I don't I don't understand the connection with some of these things. Like if you really break it down, like let's say let's say hypothetically, I'm a socialist. Right. That's a very left wing yes. economic thing. OK, what does that have to do with a fucked up joke? Like why 
if I believe in one thing, right? Like, what does that have to do with a, a crass joke, right? So I just, I've gotten very defensive about, like, jokes and stuff. But, like, yes. I'm, I'm better at compartmentalizing, like, um, like, if someone makes a bad joke, like, and it's just, like, a fucked up joke, there's no punchline, the premise is bad, I'll attack it from, like, okay, this isn't funny because this is not really a joke, you know? Yeah, this is, like, formulaically not a joke. It's just yeah, a this is like a, that was... It's like hate myth. This is, like, a fucking hate speech. But, like, if it's attempting to be a joke and it's bad, then I'll be like, okay, look, it was a bad joke. They got to work on it, you know? I, that, that's kind of yeah. how, where I am right now is, like, my mind is just constantly thinking about jokes now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just think so many people want to live in this lie that everything's black and white you know what i mean yeah. so it, i mean it's just it's like the whole you know taking you from one box and putting you in another and i'm someone who's like why don't we just get rid of the boxes yeah <laughs> but like <laughs> but, but yeah so many people they they and i don't know if it's like they're lying to themselves or they just haven't like had this all occur to them but it's like yeah they see everything as you're either with us or against us yeah on, on either side of the thing you know right. and it to me it almost stunts the ability to kind of bring people who have different viewpoints to at least like to a place where they can see where the other one's coming from right well, you know the way i try to look at it is like um I, I don't think they listen like i think you have to kind of use other people's languages to like kind of you know get through to them and stuff right? absolutely you can't be like you're I, a I, fucking I, idiot yeah <laughs> I, I use i use like sjw language kind of uh which i go like you know, it's like classist and elitist to assume that people know what you're talking about, right? Because, like, uh, if you grew up really poor like I did, I grew up really poor. And we used to put fucked up jokes to each other all the time. Yeah. And we, a lot of a lot of my friends, at the, to this day, they don't have access to, like, the internet. They can't keep up with Twitter. So, like, if you, if you like, tell them that they're stupid, first of all, that's ableist, right? Like, this is, why is that okay? Like, you're an idiot because you don't have access to this information that I have? Yeah. That's, it's not fucking liberal. That's, like, really, that's really, like... Um, oppressive in its own way. We just don't absolutely we just don't we don't see it that way because um, no one has like a this is my poor best friend. This is my you know like this is my stupid best friend. Like yeah. um, you know there's like this is my trans best friend. This is my gay best friend, which is also problematic. But at least like there is a best friend, right? But with like um, intelligence levels and stuff like that, there's still a lot of elitism and ableism and classism involved. Yes, absolutely. And so much of like intelligence nowadays can also like tie into your socioeconomics because so many yeah. so many people have access to information that yeah. makes them at least you know more informed i don't want right. to say more intelligent necessarily but like more informed versus like people who don't have that access like you're saying yeah and then also even if someone is legitimately like i guess you want to say like an idiot like they cannot grasp your concept yeah, yeah, no, it's like you're holding something that they can't help against them. So yeah. I have a joke about that, about like the different levels of being misgendered. And I won't do the whole joke, but the punchline at the end is like I have some friends who are like they're like dumb and they don't they mean well. Uh, like uh, someone was yelling something transphobic at me and my friend goes, hey, I got this rub. And hey, you leave that fucking dude alone. All right. You leave like, <laughs> my fucking buddy alone. This guy, this Y chromosome penis having buddy. So, like, <laughs> I'm, like, and actually it comes from like, um. A real life experience, actually, like, um, <laughs> but not like that specific moment. But I used I, when I went crazy for a couple of years. Like, um, uh, I, I went to a wellness center for six months, and that's like almost like I was like basically in a mental hospital for a while. Oh, wow! Um, 
And uh, a lot of people there had learning disabilities. I wish there was a better word for it, but a lot of them had like, you know, they were, they were stupid. And I don't yeah. mean that judgmental way. They had learning disabilities and they would always try to get the pronouns right, but they would mess up a lot. And I remember this one day, there's a woman who was like, um, she was in a wheelchair. She couldn't walk. And she was, had extreme learning disabilities. And she called me during one of the group therapy sessions. She calls me um, a he, she. Like, yeah, the he, she over there. And I laughed. And I thought it was so cute. She was trying. And um, she rose up to me after the meeting with tears in her eyes. And she goes, I'm so sorry I called you that. I'm trying my best. And I thought, like, to myself, wait, why is she apologizing to me? I'm actually in a better place in life than she is. And she's apologizing to me. Like, I don't know um, how much of these rules apply when you go out and you, like, outside of your bubble. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it felt really um, wrong. Um, And by the way, like, if you don't, if you refuse to call me my gender, then, you know, fuck you. I'm not talking about those people. But yeah, just like doing it to be a dick. Right. So, like, I kind of have a different perspective on a lot of that stuff. You know, after six months of just like, they're the sweetest people in the world. And um, I'm a lot more lenient on that stuff now. And also, like, because of that, like, it, it helps me with trolls. Because, like. Because yeah, you don't know who's behind that fucking right. Yeah. But, but because of that, I built a thicker skin to being misgendered. And yeah, um, yeah. so, like, now when a troll tries to get me, like, online, like, they think, I'll just call this person a dude for hours. It doesn't bother me at all anymore. And that drives the trolls fucking insane. Like, they <laughs> try to bother me and they just don't anymore, you know? Um, yeah, you're like, fucking hack. Insult yeah. something else about me. <laughs> right. Cut exactly. me. I already know you're going to say that. <laughs> right. Also, there are many things to make fun of. So, yeah, you're like, I'm not just my gender. oh and um to go back on what you said before about like you know you feel like people um like they want you to say this and that and or whatever i kind of feel like and um maybe this is a gross generalization but i think a lot of people hide behind causes like noble causes to like not not fix like their mental health issues you know like oh yeah or to give themselves an identity right 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 so like for instance like uh, a lot of my friends have said like you know if you're not depressed about the world you're not paying attention or if you're not depressed you're not paying attention it's like well i'm sad about the world but being depressed is like a fucking serious mental clinical (laughs) issue so like i think it's like they're hiding behind a noble cause like i have i'm nobly depressed right and i i think i used to and i don't do that anymore and um one of the reasons why I'm so um, glib about being trans now, it's not because it's not hard, but it's like um, I'm kind of bitter that my bipolar is not talked about as much as being trans because, like, I, I used to be a shitty person one day. I was, like, I was mad about everything. So I was like, I'm going to list the things in my life that are hardest right now, okay? Number one, bipolar. Number two, poor. Number three, trans. Sorry, trans is third. And number four is Asian. Um, so I just like ranked up what's the hardest <laughs> just to like, by the way, after the coronavirus, Asian is probably going to go up to like number two, but um, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be hard to leave my house. for. There's going to be people attacking you, but being like, no, I'm not transphobic. <laughs> don't understand. It's oh because goodness. she's Asian. <laughs> I but, respected her gender as I attacked her. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's just my whole thing about like, I don't mind talking about being trans, but if it seems like I'm being very lighthearted about it, it's because like uh, the bipolar, like you, you like the torture that was it, like oh, it was yeah. ever, ever gone through, like 10 times harder than anything else. And well, I think go through that then everything else becomes a little easier 
Oh, of course. Well, and it's also just like I I imagine that like, you know, coming out as trans, like coming out as anything to a large group, but it's like and obviously I'm part of the problem with being like, do my podcast and talk about this one thing. But <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no, seriously, I don't mind it at all. No, no. No, but it's like people want to then make your whole identity about that and it's it's upsetting because it's like that's not and I think that's where I this is so interesting because I'm now having my own like personal revelation about like where I get like hung up in that conversation is that it's like yeah fine that's great I'm happy for you I don't want everyone to only talk about how I'm a woman is this what you fucking yeah is this what we're doing and so now you saying that is like oh god people probably fucking constantly bring it up or they're like as a trans woman (laughs) right well it's not it's not just people I mean that that's certainly part of it I did a podcast once and um I tried to talk about other things too like you and I were doing um um but he would not let go of the trans thing for a whole hour and I was I, I was really sad afterwards like dude I have so many other things you know and like I I kind of have this like chip on my shoulder because like um I feel like I'm a really I'm, I feel like I'm a really good comic, you know, like really, really yeah. good. I don't know if I'm great yet, you know, like I think I might be, but I'm not, you know, but You're I think I'm, you are an incredible comic. But oh, I'm going to say that people go like, this is a really good trans comic. Right. Yes. I, yeah. I, 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 um, maybe it's my ego, but I don't like, I could have, by the way, I could have been that comic. I could have been, but I, I was like, I'm a comic person. I'm trans second. I yes. Made second. So like, um, when people, People always put a disc like a fucking like, you know, Robin. It feels like a qualifier. Yeah, like a qualifier, right? Like I'm the best trans comic. Like fuck you, I was the best comic on that lineup, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, I almost called yeah. you a dude. Um, but that's, okay. I do no. that to everyone. <laughs> um, oh, just, don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I've always felt the same about being a woman because that's a thing I still get, but I would get early on of like, oh, the you're the funniest woman on this lineup. <laughs> or like one time someone, I swear to God, I don't even remember what comedian this was because I was like, oh, I think I just wrote it off. as like, oh my fucking God. Someone was like, you're so funny that I don't even see you as a woman. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> I guess that's good. You've stopped seeing the gender first. Yeah. I don't know. Right. But funny when it, someone's like, you're the funniest trans comic I know. And I'm like, oh, so I'm funnier than eight people? Yeah, it's like, how many trans comics do you you know personally do uh one time i did a show and i was um it was an all trans show and everything every joke very trans 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 and i i don't like it when everything is like a, a sermon you know so i went on stage and i said uh, uh i'm an asian trans woman you know three groups that are known for their sense of humor and <laughs> he started booing me you just like to be a villain you know i think it's really fun i mean Uh, it's also just funny to come in and be like well actually here's something very (laughs) evil that like none of you are saying and and i i do it like i actually do it to um make a point you know which is like i don't like this idea that we have to be these perfect people to be accepted as 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 our gender like why can't i a shitty if I'm a shitty person, am I not a woman now? Like that—that's a dumb thing to think. So I Thank play a villain. You. I play a villain. I play a, a best friend b- villain character, you know, like on purpose, so that people can like uh, be comfortable being shitty around me too, you know, like be comfortable making jokes around me, or like, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I just like I I just want other trans people to hopefully see me and go like, oh fuck, I can be anything I want. Like I fucking do roast battle and don't know the trans person did that before me, you know, like just like yeah. make my own path. Cause like it's it's like an opportunity when you come out as trans. Like one of the cool things is like now you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like you can explore like what you want to wear, who you want to fuck, what you want to say, yeah. you know, like and like I think we do a real disservice to people like when we tell people like you can't do this, you can't say that, you can't do that. And and also um when we share only stories of like sadness and like, you know, tragedy. And like one time I wrote like on Facebook, I saw like a someone posted a picture of a trans woman and I'm like, oh, I'm sure she's probably dead because that's the only reason why you guys will post a picture. So I said, you guys know that we can do more than just got murdered for a living, you know? <laughs> and so like I was like in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, there must be children out there who are trans and they want to come out. But they are afraid to because they, they're hearing all these stories about, like, trans people getting murdered and, like, being beaten up. And I'm like, it's good to, you know, you have to tell those stories, of course, right? But course, do they have to be all the fucking stories? Like, if I were a kid, I'd be so freaked out. Like, I wouldn't ever want to come out. Like, can we share stories about, like, triumph or whatever? Not even that. Let's let's share stories about that are boring. Like, here's, yeah. a, here's a trans woman that, like tried to own a bakery and she didn't, you know, like just a fucking boring <laughs> story of a trans woman. Um, I just want to open up the conversation about being trans more. I think it's too limiting. Yeah. It's like a narrow mind and it maybe creates this, like, yeah, this cookie cutter image of what a trans woman's supposed to be, which right. is its own, its own kind of pressure, which is a thing that like as women in general, I feel like uh, otherwise we've been working to get away from i thought yeah, it's like absolutely. haven't we been burning our bras and yeah you know, right well, one, of, one of us is um <laughs> <laughs> bitch i'm never wearing a bra again <laughs> neither am i <laughs> <laughs> like fuck this but just the like whole movement of you know I, I, there's so much that goes into like women are such incredibly complex dynamic creatures and i feel yeah. like yeah, getting away from that image of what, and, and I think what causes just people across the board in strife or so much strife uh, that's unnecessary is this image of who we think we're supposed to be or chasing. Yeah. You know, where it's like as a kid, you know, you're taught early on like this is the kind of person you should grow up to want to be, and like yeah. uh, you know, two point five kids in a house and have a job and look yeah. like this and like. Right. feel shitty for not meeting a goal that like wasn't even ours it was just shoved down our throats yeah so i mean that's another thing is um like um you, you know when uh sometimes someone will post like these are like the nine ways to talk to a trans person you know, yeah. you know what i mean like, here's a list and i whenever i see those lists i'm like well i agree with most of those things but man you're putting a lot of stress on people who don't know how to talk to trans people so they're going by this meme and if i if i were if i were like cisgender and i read that i'd be so stressed out that i would i would actually like avoid talking to trans people yeah. um, because you don't want to fuck up so what you're doing is that you are making people walking eggshells around me now and and this, this is the thing is that i have trauma too and my trauma is that i don't like being infantilized because i was when i was a kid i was disempowered by my parents so when yeah. people are talking like i'm a child I get so fucking mad. Like, they're like, you know, um, and by the way, you, you kind of did this and I'm not mad at you. This is like a, a thing that. No, tell like, me. Saying it's like uh, when someone goes, hey, what's up, dude? Oh my God, I call. I call everyone, dude. I mean, like, it's like last week. <laughs> As I was saying that, I was like, oh, I'm this person. It's like, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, are, are we not adults here? 
Like, <laughs> if you say something wrong, can you just like either move on or say sorry? I don't give a fuck. Like, I've been called a lot worse than dude in my life, you know? Um, <laughs> so, like, so, like, I don't like this pressure that we put on people. Like, I think it's like, look, learn as much as you can. Try your best. If you fuck up, apologize. And if you don't agree with any of it, then don't fucking talk to me because I don't. I don't want to talk to anyone who's actually transphobic. Um, of but if someone's confused and they can ask me a question, I can either go like, I don't feel like answering that or I'll answer it. But I don't know the point of being like, this person is fucking wrong and I'm going to be mad at them. And now my day is fucking ruined. Their day is ruined. And now they are resentful of trans people. And it's the whole thing. It, it just drives me insane. Like, I think, you know, I wish more people were friendly because like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure. Like people will message me and go like, Hey, look, I'm not transphobic, but uh, someone so look, I know who you're talking about. She's a cunt, okay? Like, you're not transphobic. That is a bad trans person. Like, like, she's they, a they bitch. And it's also, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also just like, yeah, this idea that anyone who has come out as anything, just like, well, and I just do this in general with women, like, that that no women could be a bitch. Like, when people go, oh, am I a bitch? Or is it just because I'm a woman who's being assertive? And it's like, yeah, no, like, Maybe, but maybe you're a bitch. <laughs> like, like, we're humans. Everyone's a little ugly sometimes. Yeah. You know? I think that we conflate things too much. I think, like, uh, in academia, I think I, someone told me, like, when you learn, like, um, social justice rules, like, it's for, like, an academic thing for you to know. Um, yeah. But you're not supposed to literally translate it over to interpersonal communications. You cannot live that way. It's just too much, like, to remember and to learn. It's exhausting. It's so fucking exhausting. Like, communication to me should be, like, this imperfect, um, constant negotiation back and forth. Like, you mess up, I mess up, we say sorry, we become better friends, you know, we have a connection. Um... I don't, I'm sorry, I forgot where I was going with that. But um, um fuck, who knows? Who cares? Well, you're, talking about being, you're talking about being a woman, right? Like, uh, just like, can they be a bitch? Am I a bitch? So I was talking about like, so sometimes like, um, if a trans person is being shitty, um, I think it's okay to be like that trans person is shitty, right? And then you can be like, well, um, she had to go through this and that because being a trans is hard, and like all that can be true systemically, but I don't. I think you can separate that and go like systemically you're being oppressed, but personally you're being kind of a bitch. I don't think that, I don't like that. We, we like just because somebody has excuses to be a bad person that we, yeah. you know, like it's good to know a, like um, a background of why, so you can have some empathy for them, but I don't think you should excuse like bad behavior because of, of trauma or systemic issues and all that stuff. Yeah. When I think it is, it's also worth considering on the other end, it's like, okay, if you have friends that you're doing that for, where you're going, okay, yeah, this person's kind of a bitch, but this, this, and that, it's at least worth going maybe when someone else that you're not close with is being a bitch. It's like, well, maybe there's more to that. Not that it right. makes it okay, but like yeah. that, that you know, one person can have an excuse for the way they're acting and then someone else is just a fucking terrorist. <laughs> right, like... right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I think as, as, as I've gotten older, like, impact is more important to me than intent like intent is important but the impact is more like so like if somebody like um can't help it or whatever you know like they haven't dealt with their issues and they just lash out and they're being bad like you can't just be like you can't just make an excuse for everybody you know i think that's like enabling bad behavior Absolutely. and it happens like i everyone just kind of like oh, i had a lot of enablers in my life and i they love me and everything but i i don't think they they realized they were doing a lot of damage by like 
justifying my bad behavior, being like, oh, look, well, Robin, she's depressed, you know, and she's hard to be trans, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, she's valid in her feelings, you know, but I needed someone to just be like, dude, you're being a dick, like, you need to stop, <laughs> like, I needed someone to just say that to me, um, and uh, yeah, I wish I had more of that in my life sometimes, but. Yeah, I think we could all use a little bit, because, like, you know, there's moments where you fucking are just really bogged down, whether it's, like, chemical or situational, and, like, life sucks right. sometimes, yeah. Right. but I but I think, yeah, it's like sometimes, you know, you can go like, well, I'm just depressed. I'm just, I'm that. It, it sometimes takes someone going like, yeah, you are. So fucking <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, you know? Right. Because, yeah. I yeah. mean, the amount of people that it's like, well, I have this. So like just the concert of being like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just a bitch. That's how it is. It's like, no, yeah. oh, no, what? no, no. fix your yeah. shit. And I and I don't want I don't want depressed people to listen to this and think I'm saying like you don't have a oh, right to be depressed. Like no, I know what it's like. No, it's totally valid. I'm just saying like being depressed does not like you're valid that it's hard and that people should help you and you should. I even condone people like reaching out publicly, being like, "Hey, look, I need help. Can someone call me?" Like I don't mind that, you know. Yeah. But it's it's when they use it as an excuse to be bad. That's that's the only thing I'm talking about. Oh, I just want of to make that clear. Yeah, I don't of- want. Yeah. yeah, I don't want depressed people to listen and go like, are you talking about me? And I'm like, no, I'm not. No one's talking about you. We, yeah. <laughs> we've forgotten about you. I'm kidding. You guys know. And it's depression is very serious. Obviously, like, yeah. I have suffered from it. You also. And like, it's everyone's valid in their feelings, of course. Yeah. Right. Well, it's just, it's one of those things where like, it's figuring out how much can you do? How can you control what is within your capabilities yeah. to help? Because I... For a long time, I grew up in a town where it was very like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, don't be a bitch. A town, yeah. also my household. But like, <laughs> so like, I was one of those yeah. people where initially when people started talking about like triggers, I was like, oh, you mean you're a fucking bitch? <laughs> like, you know, like, you're a pussy? And, right, um, right, and right. I didn't know, because I have a ton of trauma. I didn't know I was walking around constantly triggered. And then you are like, oh, oh, that's what a trigger is. Yeah. And when you start doing your own self-work, it's then... Right. You know, obviously being aware of stuff like that, but even with triggers, to me, so much of it is you get triggered and, it, and it's easy to go, it's everyone else's fault, but I've now yeah. shifted. Yeah. And like, if I get triggered, I, I go like, well, what is this saying? Where is this coming from? Right. It's almost to me like a shitty flag for something I need to work on a lot of the time. Obviously, right. I'm not talking about like directly hateful shit, but like when something indirectly like not even toward me i'm getting fucking worked up about it's like all right wait yeah a second. what's going I, on I, here I, I i actually like figured out some of my triggers recently and um and you know i i used to you know i don't um i kind of was like you for a while too like uh trigger warnings up but you know i didn't say that out loud or whatever but then i i found out one of my big triggers is um uh i grew up really poor so i have like a mm-hmm. lot of um, poverty trauma which i didn't even know was a thing until like a couple months ago like if i make if, if i have like if i make an amazon order for groceries or whatever and i forget to order one thing i will like lose my mind i'll start crying i'll start yelling and then my friend who's like a therapist was telling me like the trigger is like it's physiologically like your body tenses up and your brain goes to like a fight or flight reaction oh, yeah. to- so you literally cannot help it like you mm-hmm. like before your brain can go Hey, you're you need to chill out. Your feelings and your physiological energy has already taken over. So I have Absolutely. a lot of sympathy for triggers now because of that. Um, okay. I guess like 
I guess like the thing that bothers me, and this is a personal, maybe problematic level, is like people assume that my triggers are always trans related. And it, like sometimes like I forget I'm trans. I don't think about it all the time. So I'll be like, yeah. I'm having a bad day, man. They'll be like, uh, being trans is hard. I'm like, well, thanks for reminding me of that. I meant that someone was mad at me. But now, now I have two things to think about. <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, I, um, I didn't know till a couple of years ago what like triggers really were because I had just everything was so deeply like like repressed and then it all started yeah. exploding and then yeah yeah when you realize you have like it's like PTSD style where you're like yeah no I, I fucking just shift before you even realize something has yeah. happened. I remember you you did a Gaslamp show. I think it was 2015 or 2016. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but you you were you were like um, uh, you know that Gaslamp show, and you started to do some mental health material halfway through. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, oh my god, I'm like so happy she's doing this. Like, <laughs> I, you really stepped out of your comfort zone for that set. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I think yeah, because I think that was right at the beginning when I started talking about. I have like a whole chunk now about like depression. Yeah. And- um but yeah that was i think it was very raw back then i was just like i was like if i don't it was one of those feelings of like i have to get this out at or it's gonna kill me yeah i remember thinking like i was like the word proud is maybe condescending but i was like oh man i'm so proud of her for like really opening up like um this part of like it's not no one was really talking about it back then as much like so openly you know so yeah um, and then other people made specials about it i was like (laughs) I remember, by the way, I remember like a lot of your sets. Do you remember when we first met? I remember it was, did we first meet at that, that barbershop? Yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was a tattoo ink oh, lot. It was, I don't know why I thought it was a barbershop. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, it, a tattoo it, parlor. It looked just like a, a barbershop, but, um, <laughs> but, um. Yeah, with that little stage in the front. Yeah, and you did a bit about Adele. Um, oh, you yes. riffed, you riffed I, about, I think it was a riff. From a, yeah, that's a the first time I did it. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, uh, I was like, fuck, I was like, kind of new, and I was like, man, she just ripped that, and she's killing for a, a tattoo shop, you know. And I remember <laughs> I, was a, I was a fan of yours, like from the get go. I remember like, you were the you were the first comic I saw where I'm like, um, oh my god, you can kill like anywhere, like you know, like all the excuses kind of went away. Like I didn't do that well, you know. It's just, it was a tattoo shop. It was this and that, and you kind of just came out there. And anyway, I just always wanted to tell you all that. Like I remember, Aww. like when I remember, like, the, next time, the next time I saw you was like uh, at the Brea Improv, like maybe a few months later. And um, I remember, you know, when you first start and you just kind of want to like impress people that you think are better than you are, yeah, you know, like which is like everyone. It's like someone yeah. hosts an open mic and you think that they're a, a, a king. Yeah. I remember just thinking, like, I just want to, I just want Jessica to think I'm funny. I remember thinking that, like, um, and I, 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 I don't think you saw my set, which I didn't care about. I just wanted you to hear the laughter from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, I think I asked you for advice that day. Uh, it was such a young comic. I was like, hey, hey, Jessica, when you have like a 10 minute set, do you like uh, plan it out? Or do you, you know, because I had planned out my 10 minute set, which worked everywhere, but I wanted And you were like. Ah, when it's 10, I don't really think about it. And I'm like, what? And you were like a god to me, like, that's so funny because, like, I was still relatively new at that point, not like new, new, but like, you know, it's so funny what like a three or four year in comic seems like when you start out versus, right. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not qualified to give anyone advice. What the fuck? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, I remember that. And I remember you having a good set. Fuck. Yeah. That was so yeah. long ago. It was a long time ago, yeah. Um, let me ask you fucking... I don't know where to go from here. That was so flattering. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah, sure. No problem. Sorry. I, it's okay. I, I remember that gas lamp show because I think that's the first time I'd seen you since you transitioned. It was. I was wearing a, a, like a new dress of mine. It was like rainbow colored dress. I remember that. And just like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And I think you had a bit about. Uh, did you have a bit about a Johnny Cash song? Oh, Do you remember God. this at all? It was like a I, long, you had a bit about a song and you told me afterwards, like you didn't know where this, like that bit went. It just didn't go anywhere. That's all I remember. I don't think I saw you again. Until, was like, it Johnny Cash or did, was it the devil went down to Georgia? Yeah, yes. That was the song. Fuck. That was, that's so funny. I tried that joke like five times and I just like gave up on it, but it was just about you. Yeah. Oh fuck. I kind I, of I, almost want to revisit it. I thought it was funny and I was like, Oh, this is funny, but it's like, it's not there yet, but it'll get there one day. And I remember you being like, I don't know where that joke goes. And I have jokes like that too. I'm like, it's weird to like go like, oh, personal stuff, the trauma. Wait, it's like, and now Eminem and Dr. Dre. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like dark. And then you're like, wouldn't it be silly if <laughs> Diana Ross? And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. God, I remember that. You looked so cute. And then I remember, I think I said something and I drove home and I was like, what a fucking idiot I am. Because yeah, I was I, like, I was. I, uh, I uh, remember saying that you seemed so much more comfortable just, like, socializing now that you had transitioned. And then I was like, was that a fucking dickhead thing to say? No, no, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, like, I don't um, – obviously, I, I, I'm very, you know, lighthearted about it. But if you want to know the truth, um, when I when I first came out, um, it was the first time in my life where I can look at people in the eyes. Like, so, like, for 28 years, I would avoid eye contact with everyone. Yeah. Well, because that's what I yeah. – I, I literally thought of like anytime I'd seen you before, you were like very just kind of like it's like social anxiety. A lot of comics have it, but it was like, yeah, I don't think I had ever made eye contact with you. And you just yeah. fucking we were having this conversation like eye to eye. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah so what it was, if I'm like really honest with myself, was like if um, like I felt like if I looked at someone in the eyes, they would see something in me. I don't know what that thing they would see was, but it would be exposing so like, oh, I, like you're like, hiding on, something? On some level, I always kind of knew, but I was like, wait, am I gay? Like, do I like, because I don't, I mean, I don't really like guys, you know, like maybe I'm like 20% into guys or whatever, but I'm not, yeah. gay. I like women, but like, I didn't really think it was like a possibility to be like a girl, you know, until like I saw yeah. you could be trans, like it was a choice, not a choice, but you know what I mean? Like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I can soundbite you're canceled <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't give a fuck if it is a choice by the way i think it's like so dumb well, well that's like, how i feel too is that i'm like okay let's just fucking philosophically say it is a choice right who the fuck cares that's like, exactly. choose what you want i think that the born this way thing is kind of like uh homophobic to begin with or transphobic like it's like a bit a son came out to his dad and was like dad i'm gay and he goes it's fine as long as you didn't choose that shit no choice. Yeah, but it's like, but acting <laughs> like it's a disease or something. Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, like, I remember when I first came out also, like, um, I didn't try on clothes for like a month because I was scared. And I was like praying when I, before I put on like the, the pink um, blouse, you know, like it was my yes. first girl clothing. 
was like, please hate this. Please do not, like, please let this be a phase. Like, and then you won't have to do this anymore. You'll just like, don't go on Facebook for a while. People will forget. And then I change your name back. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And then I put on the pink blouse and it was the first time I ever smiled in my life. Like I was like, and my life is over. You're like, ah, yeah. I was smiling and scared at the same time. Oh, you're like, I feel pretty. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Yeah. And one of the funniest things when I first came out is uh, I started posting pictures of me like in girl clothes, like a bunch of selfies and stuff. And one of, I won't say his name, but a comic um, liked 15 pictures of me in a row, uh, wrote, damn you for this one, Robin, and then blocked me. Oh, my Uh, God. This dude jerked off. He's like, I don't know who I am. He's like so full of self hate. <laughs> I ruined this guy's life by making him jack off to me. And let me tell you, a woman, this is the most powerful I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> Dying. That's been so funny. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, so how, did you always feel like for a long time, or like was it your whole life that you felt like something was obvious? Uh, when, well, when I was a kid, I remember the first memory was. Um, there was like a pink carousel set like at my cousin's house. Like, and it was like, I just wanted to play with this thing. And it was like, you can't do that. I didn't know gender. I just wanted yeah. to pink thing. Like, I don't know. I was like, I was, it was like a very stereotypical girl thing, but I like pink. I like, like, you know, fairy wands and shit like that. Like I, I, yeah. you know, uh, I would wear rings and jewelry to school and everything. And, uh, like, awesome. um, and I remember like, just like memories of, uh, like I was in drama class and then when we'd have to wear makeup for the plays, like I'll be like, I'm going to keep this on for as long as I can. Like he's like little things. <laughs> I guess, I guess like really liked um, stereotypical girl stuff. Um, I, I remember thinking when I was a kid, like I saw like, um, I saw like Ellen DeGeneres, like on her show, she kissed another woman. And I remember like being like so turned on by that, that like I never, um, I never went away. Like the, the high of that first, Time you get of really, Ellen, yeah, of kissing Ellen. a woman. And I remember um, thinking as a kid, man, I wish I was a lesbian. Like that's all I want to be. Like before a comedian or writer, I just want to be a lesbian. I wish Whoa! It was, I, I wish it was possible, and uh, and now it is. You know, so um, uh, yeah. Did it take you seeing like trans people in media to like go? Yeah. Oh. It was. Um, I was really mad at. Caitlyn Jenner, I think. Oh, no, it wasn't yeah. Caitlyn It was somebody, I forgot. Oh, no, you know what it was? Um, Kate tried to get me to watch the first episode of Transparent. And mm. I was, like, not having it. I was so fucking mad. And she was like, why are you so mad? And I was like, these fucking people, man. Like, they want me to, they want me to call them this thing. Like, I don't want to call them that. What, what gives them the right for me to call them a woman, like what makes them a woman? And I remember I was like, I don't remember this at all, really. But I said to Kate, you know, in some other lifetime, I could have been a woman. You don't see me fucking demanding, you know, all this stuff. She was like, well, if you're a woman, why aren't you a woman? I'm like, oh, I'm not a fucking woman. And like, I don't remember this like at all. I just went through this <laughs> fucking enraged. I was like, you know, like uh, blackout. Yeah, like internalized transphobia. Yeah, and, uh, and then. um when I realized it, like a month later, um, I watched, I rewatched um, Transparent, and I just, I bawled my eyes out. It was like, um, "Are you dressed up like a woman?" It's like, "No, all this time I've been dressed up like a man." I remember like that line, just, uh, just, it destroyed me, you know. And um, 
I make a lot of jokes now about I don't give a fuck about what I wear anymore and all that's true. But I think in the beginning phases, like it was really important that I I I don't know this is problematic wording, but like to like look the part, you know? Yeah. To like play out the the femininity that I had never experienced before. And um, yeah. the laziness is more like I got that out of my system, but like, and I'm being <laughs> joking about it, but I really, the first like two or three years, I just loved, I loved all the feminine stuff. Like I loved dresses and like the hair and the makeup and everything. It was like um, the celebration yeah. of femininity, yeah. you know? And I think um, like, yeah. I think at the same time as we're talking about all the stuff, I think that um, I don't know why we begrudge that at the same time. You know, I don't think we should force women to do that. But I don't yeah. think I don't know yeah. why, like if a woman is really dressed up and like wants why to look like yeah why is like the, like she wants to expo- express herself you know we don't have to like like that she's doing it or whatever but like we have to like accept that that's another way of expressing it you know we don't have to judge um, like for some reason like being a feminine person is like lower even like in a very enlightened society. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, where it's like, oh, yeah. you must have low self esteem because you put on mascara, and it's like, right. yeah, maybe this is my art, bitch. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and like, like twice, like maybe twice a year, I will want to. I have a black dress that's like the nicest dress I have, and I have a wig, like a black wig that like I love, and like two or three times yes. a year, I will, I will want to dress up like as the prettiest that I can. You know, just like get that out of my system, and so like, yeah. I don't think there's a problem with, like, wanting to look pretty sometimes, you know? No, I don't think so either. And I think that, like, most women have that. And then I think it's probably, I don't know if it's internalized misogyny or, like, if we're socially built to try to, like, shit on each other. But it is this, like, weird... I don't know. I tried to do... I. I have a bit, and I'm not going to do the bit, but about how, like, with feminism, it's, like, everyone supports each other until someone's hotter than them, and they're like, fuck her, she's a slut. <laughs> and it's like, like yeah, why Why because someone has their tits out do we think that they're less of a feminist? I, you know? I, I do think it is a lot of internalized um, uh, misogyny. All right, that concludes the free hour portion of this podcast. Uh, as you may have heard in the intro, if you're interested in hearing the last 40 minutes gotta join patreon patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed you can hear the last 40 minutes of this podcast and next week's by the way is a two-hour one uh for just a dollar a month and that helps me uh survive hopefully and um there's a lot of other fun content going on over there as well so uh check it out and if you like the podcast please subscribe rate review it on itunes share it with your friends because everybody's a little bit ignorant sometimes Big, big thank you to John, Dustin, Greg, Gene, Kathy, and Terry over on Patreon, exclusive members of my League of Extraordinary Idiots. Uh, We're doing weekly crappy hours. Uh, It's actually the $10 and up level have been invited to those while quarantine's going on, but usually that's the $25 level. So get in and cheat me out of uh, my opportunities. Um, And there's other cool stuff too, but uh, I'm very grateful. Most of these people have been on board for... uh, I don't know, since the beginning of the Patreon or since they discovered the podcast. And I am so grateful. It's literally keeping me alive right now. And uh, and I just fucking love connecting with you guys. Um, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas from how things look at their situated position in the world. Uh, so if you have additional questions for Robin um, or maybe you have another guest or topic you'd like covered... 
throw them at me. Let me know. Best way to do that, join the Facebook fan page. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. That doesn't cost you a dime. You don't have to be a patron. And a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Silly memes getting shared. It's a it's a good good place to go get a break from what's going on, have a few laughs, and also start discussions, you know? Uh, it's grown-up discussions, you know? So maybe you want to get in debate, debates about something that you don't see eye-to-eye with someone on. That's fine. We just keep it civil, and we give ourselves an opportunity to approach things from an open-minded perspective. And we're learning, we're growing, and sometimes we're all yelling at the sky together. Anyway... Head on over there to give suggestions. Please keep giving suggestions and keep asking questions because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. Isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.